there, folks. Welcome to another episode of Ask Liebs. It's me, Lieberman. Did you think I went away? Of course not, okay? Y'all are my Lieber friends. If you don't know what that means, well, it means that you're a kind person who listens to this stuff. It doesn't really require any more than that to be a part of the Lieber Friends community. Uh, though, if you wanted to, you could join our Lieber Friends Hangouts Friday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Ah, <sighs> man, this episode, we're talking about decisions, big decisions. Life-changing, life-altering decisions. Some maybe seem bigger or smaller than others. It's really all up to you. But I think that making big decisions is one of the most important skills that you can possibly have. And it's one of the hardest things to do because you're like, I don't know which direction my life is supposed to go down. Spoiler alert, no one knows, okay? Now, as always, I'm not a doctor or, or any kind of specialist. I'm just a dude who cares. We talk about everything on this show, and I hope that's all right with you. It better be because you're listening to it. Uh, we're available on YouTube, on iTunes, on SoundCloud if you want to get these episodes earlier than anybody else, okay? They come out first on iTunes and SoundCloud unless you're a Patreon subscriber. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you get the video version on day one, okay? If not, the video version comes out two weeks later. So if you're watching this on YouTube, guess what? There's two whole weeks, four extra episodes that you don't have yet that you could be listening to right now. If you haven't subscribed on YouTube, go and do. If you haven't rated and reviewed and subscribed on iTunes, go and do. What are you doing? Just go do it. It doesn't cost you a dime. It just takes a second, and it really helps me out in a huge way. And this show is all about helping people. So why aren't we helping each other? Ah, oh, man. I hem and haw when it comes to making decisions in a big way. I'm better at it than I used to be, but, like, I don't know, man. I've been contemplating some major life changes. Major. Um, and to be honest, I'm, a, I'm afraid. I'm really afraid. I've gotten very used to what my life looks like. I go to work at SourceFed. I, I come back. I make this stuff. I spend time with the girlfriend, with the guinea pig. And once a month, I get to do live sketch comedy. And then I do it all over again. And it's like weird and scary to think that, you know, even if I'm not wholly satisfied with some of the elements that we got going on here and that I think that my life is ready for a big change, you know, what if I get it wrong? Isn't that what everyone wonders? Isn't that what everyone's afraid of? Am I about to get it wrong? Am I about to fuck up in some kind of big cosmic way? Probably not. Um, I think that we're, we're all meant to go through a ton of evolutions and permutations in our lives. The age of we work one job from, you know, the moment we get out of school until the day we retire, I think that that age is kind of over. Uh, my dad worked at the same job every day for like 30 years, and now he's retired, and that was his life. And I'm never going to have that life. And I don't expect many people to have that kind of life anymore. The, the days of like factory jobs, by and large, are over. Um, so, you know, you got to get used to the idea of Every once in a while, you got to take a risk and make a leap and hope that you land somewhere. Uh, so today on the show, we're talking about people making big decisions, big changes. We got a, uh, a U.S. Army veteran who's trying to figure out what he's going to do now that he's out of the service. We've got a woman who is working a job that helps a lot of people but is unsustainable for her, and she's not sure if she's able to leave or not. And we've got a Libra friend who uh, has gender and body dysmorphia who has been swimming for a long time and it's starting to really fuck with that. And she's wondering whether or not she's able to actually take that leap of faith and stop. And if she's even allowed to. So we got a lot on our plates here. Let's jump in right now. 
Hi, Matt. So, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little lost in life and I'm reaching out for an outside opinion. I'm from New York, I'm a 23-year-old male, just got out of the military after serving a contract for the Army. I'd like to thank you and all the crew at SourceFed for being there and being a great source of entertainment, pulling through me through some dark times, being thousands of miles away from home. I'm glad we were able to do that for you, man. Thank you for writing. So, the problem I'm facing in life is what to do with college and furthering my education. Money is not the issue. The Army will pay for everything, but there is a bigger issue that I'm faced with that's very stressful and brought copious amounts of depression in my life. I have a bad spine, and it makes life very difficult, and I live in constant pain, and my doctors tell me I will lose the ability to walk before the age of 30. I've accepted the fact that I will live a wheelchair life and not have the ability to walk. I'm okay with this because I'm an avid video game player, and will be okay carrying out playing video games for life, but at the end of the day, I feel like I will just kind of be stuck alone. Don't get me wrong, my gaming community friends are amazing and great entertainment, but at the end of the day, they aren't physical friendships, if that makes sense. Believe me, it does. Uh, so I'm stuck between two choices. I want to be a physics teacher or a video game designer or developer. I want to go to college and enjoy the college experience. I live in a college town, and I know I would have a blast hanging with a lot of people, and this would be the route I would take for teaching. My issue is I feel I'll be hindered by my wheelchair and that I'll not be able to teach physics. When people think physics teachers, are, they think cool, fun teachers who do experiments that you remember for the rest of your life, and I fear no one wants the wheelchair physics teacher. On the video game route, I would start college online, and then I could work from home, and I wouldn't have to worry about the wheelchair aspect of my situation. The downside, I fear, is the life uh, will be one without belonging anywhere, feeling like I matter. I would live in my room, working and playing video games, but I fear no one would know or care who I am. If you get the chance to respond to this, it would be very, very appreciated. You and the SourceFed crew and Phil feel like a friend group for me and gave me a sense of belonging and give me a reason to live in the world that seems to be going downhill. Best of wishes to all of you, and please continue to make people like me smile and be our friends, even though you don't know who we are. Okay. First of all, Libra friend, I'm really sorry about what's going on with your back. Um, that's got to be an incredibly difficult thing to handle, and it seems like you've got a pretty decent handle on your feelings around it. There's trepidation, but you know, you still want to live your fucking life and you're not trapped in a self-pity spiral. So fucking good for you. I don't think that there is a person out there who, if they got you for a teacher teaching physics and you were in a wheelchair, would be like, oh great, I got the wheelchair teacher. No one is gonna do that. And you don't have to let your wheelchair limit your ability to do cool shit in a physics classroom. You might have to be a little more creative than somebody who has full use of their legs, but you don't have to feel like you're limited in that regard. Know that. Know that you aren't a second-class citizen and that you aren't going to, you, you aren't limiting your ability to teach and to be an indelible, incredible teacher just because you're in a wheelchair. Get that thought out of your mind right fucking now, please, because it's not true. It's just your insecurity leering at you and putting false shit in your mind. You also aren't doomed to be alone if you choose to go the video game route. There are actual in-person college courses where you can learn how to do video game design. So maybe the, the thing isn't uh, I have to work at home and take classes at home to do that. Maybe you fucking move somewhere where you can actually go and do that on a real college campus. Look, being in a wheelchair doesn't mean that you're not going to have friends or that you aren't, don't have the ability to hang out and be perfectly fucking normal because that's not true. That's not true in the least bit. And also, being a video game developer doesn't mean that you're stuck in your apartment or your home for the rest of your life. You can go work at an office at a company and do that job. So 
I, I want you to open your mind to the possibility that you can have either of these careers and have everything that you want. Because you can. I don't know who put it in your head, whether it was you or somebody else, that you were going to have to sacrifice one or the other. If you want to be a physics teacher, go be a physics teacher. It sounds like that would make you happy. And if you're worried about not being a great or memorable physics teacher, instead of worrying about it, come up with the things that are going to make you that memorable physics teacher. Because I guarantee you there are plenty of physics teachers who are in full health who are fucking garbage and never, ever, ever made a true impact on a student's mind. So know that. Know that you can also be funny or interesting or cool. Like if... I had a physics teacher who was into video gaming and used video game physics to explain that shit to me. They didn't need two legs to do that. And I would think that that was the coolest shit in the world. I never had any of that. I don't even remember the name of my physics teacher. I don't remember him doing anything that fucking cool. So you can be a cool physics teacher even without the use of your legs, okay? Second, video game design. You can go to school to be a video game designer and not do it at home. And you can also still go out and do shit. Even if you are taking those classes at home, you don't have to stay at home the rest of the time. If you're already working on video games in your you know, work time, maybe you spend your spare time not at home playing video games and doing something else. Going somewhere cool. Going over to a friend's house who's playing video games. Or, or fucking going, I don't know if they have internet or cafes anymore or if people go there to play games in America. I know that's like a big thing in Asia. Um, but like, fucking go to the park and play with, play with a portable. Play with a free, freaking PS Vita or some shit. I don't know. All I'm saying is, you are not stuck anywhere. You have the choice to lead a full life, and you can pursue it. Know that it is yours to be attained, and that you have every right to take it for yourself. Okay? Now, I don't know if the video game design thing, you're like, well, they don't have that course near me, and even though the Army's going to pay for college, they're not going to pay for the other shit. And that's possible. You know, maybe it's worth taking out a loan for that so that you can lead that full life doing something that you're passionate about. All I'm saying is never assume. First of all, never assume anything. Always ask, always find out, always discover for yourself what is and isn't possible. But never assume that you can't lead a full life because of this physical limitation or that the career that you want means that you can't meet people. That is a false, false non-fact. Know it, do it, believe it. Dude, I have faith in you. You know what you want to do, so go take it for yourself. I hope that helps. And thank you for your service. This second email comes from a high school Libra friend who is on the swim team, and uh, she's wondering whether or not she should quit. Now, I address briefly the topic of gender dysphoria, something that this Libra friend uh, suffers from in it, and we don't really get too deep into it, but I just want you to understand what it is if you've never heard of the term before. Gender dysphoria is defined as the condition of feeling one's emotional and psychological identity as male or female to be opposite to one's biological sex. Basically, she feels that she's a, uh, a man in a, a woman's body, um, or at least that's what I'm taking from her email. I don't want to be presumptuous, but if she's a lady and she's got gender dysphoria, it means that she doesn't really feel like a lady, and being in a swimming pool with a bunch of other ladies makes it very, very apparent to her that she's 
with the wrong people, that she's in the wrong body, and it makes her uncomfortable. So even though I don't really talk about that too much in this email, I just want you to have some idea of where she's coming from first. So let's hear her story right now. Hi, Matt. I was wondering if you could help me with a little something. I'm a high school freshman, and I'm a year-round competitive swimmer. I guess you could say I'm good if average for my age is any good. I used to really enjoy practices and meets, and I still do, don't get me wrong. I just don't like it as much now. I think there's multiple factors that play a role in me not enjoying the sport as much. I used to like going to practice because I got to see my friends that went to different schools, but I recently moved and don't have a lot of close friends on my new team. I had a close relationship with my coaches before, but my new coaches couldn't care less about me. First of all, that is your inference of how they treat you. Just because it's not as close doesn't mean they, don't care, they couldn't care less about you. I don't think that's true. That to me sounds like projection of your feelings about how you think they feel about you. Do you know that to be true? If you don't, maybe you should find out. I'm going to continue reading your email now. <clears throat> My shoulder and knee have kept getting injured. I've developed a breathing problem over the past three years. The early morning practices are fun, but definitely go, don't go hand in hand with my insomnia. I think the greatest factor is that swimming is worse than the effects I feel from gender and body dysphoria. You know, because you're in front of your friends as close to being naked as you can get without being called out. Anyways, it feels like quitting would be a good idea, but I really don't know. My mom doesn't like the idea because she's the one who's been paying for it the last six years. I also feel like I'll be losing a big chunk of my life because I've swam for so long. I also know that this is highly unlikely, but there's this thought in the back of my head that keeps suggesting I'll gain tons of weight if I don't swim because it's the only outlet of exercise I'm willing to do. What do you think would be the better way to go? Should I quit after the season ends, which is mid-March because I can't quit mid-season? Or should I push on until I finish school? Thanks for any input. It really means a lot. Okay, so you're asking me if you should <clears throat> take the risk of stopping doing something that makes you uncomfortable or continue to do the thing that makes you uncomfortable for another three years, I'm going to say that you should follow your gut and not swim anymore. If it's bothering you, if you really don't think it's going to make you happy anymore, then you shouldn't be fucking doing it. There's no point. There's no point in doing something for three more years, which is an eternity, mind you. Three years of doing something that bothers you, it's only going to get worse. Now, look, you have between now and mid-March to see if there's any more value in swimming for you. You have now until mid-March to see if you can make more friends on your team, if you can handle your, your body and gender dysphoria and it doesn't bother you as much, if you can develop a relationship with your coach, if you can find the love for swimming again. You have until mid-March to see if that happens, and you can actively try to make that happen because it would make life a little simpler. You wouldn't have to find a new mode of exercise. You would fall back in love with a sport that you used to enjoy, and you'd have more friends and a better relationship with your coach and maybe a better handle on your dysphoria. But if that doesn't happen, if, this, if, if swimming no longer fits in with your lifestyle, then don't fucking do it anymore. And you tell mom, mom, I love you, and I'll never regret the times that I spent swimming, but these are the reasons why I can't anymore. I won't do it anymore. I no longer get enjoyment from it. And to pressure me to do it even though I no longer get any enjoyment from it is wrong on your part. I tried to enjoy it. I tried to figure out a, a way for me to continue to enjoy it. But I'm not going to do it for three more years if it makes me miserable. That's your truth. Live it. Live your fucking truth. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. There's no reason to do something for that long that bothers you. I think that you can find the enjoyment again. 
I think that you can get back into it. But don't feel guilty if you don't. I did marching band in high school, and I didn't do it senior year because I'd had enough. I, I had enjoyed it when I was first doing it. And by junior year, I just wasn't feeling it anymore. It just wasn't, it wasn't fun. I didn't feel like I had any more strong friendships. I didn't like necessarily being in a leadership position. And so I, I didn't go back. And it was the right decision for me. Sometimes leaving is the right decision. So put your head back into it. Figure out if there's a way that you can enjoy it. And if there isn't, then don't do it again. You know what your answer is. Check your gut. Your gut is right. Thanks for writing. This final email comes from a Libra friend who's living and working as a social worker uh, and is incredibly stressed out. She's very, very busy. She's got a lot of responsibility, and she's not sure if she's able to leave this job without harm harming herself or others. She feels that if she abandons this job, a whole bunch of people's lives are about to get a lot worse, even though doing the job takes a lot out of her. Let's hear her story right now. So this next email is very lengthy. Uh, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll, I'll kind of give you the gist of it. Um, this Libra friend, she's 24, um, and uh, she works as a social worker. She Here, I'll read this first part. I'm a social worker. I graduated from university about a year ago and have been working at the same agency since my graduation. I worked my way up from placement student and they actually hired me before I graduated halfway through my fourth year, but that's another story. The job is stressful. I'm the manager of a nonprofit drop-in center for homeless and socially isolated individuals. Sounds like an amazing thing and it totally is. Right out of university, I'm fortunate enough to have a job in my field at the top level of advancement. Pretty great, right? Well, from the outside, I honestly do everything within this agency, partnership management, payroll, petty cash, budgeting, programming, general inquiries, volunteers, member concerns, fundraising, grant writing, human resources work, basically everything to do with paper or running a business or agency, I do that. Holy shit. Which is fun. I get a lot of experience I previously didn't have and I'm proud to be running my own agency. But here's the problem. They don't have any money to help her get help. The longer that she does the job, the more difficult it becomes. She's 24, and she doesn't really want to do it anymore because she's not getting paid enough to do so. Plus, she has to do all that shit in only three days of her week. It's kind of a thankless and impossible task, and she has no support. But now she's terrified that she's not going to be able to get another job even if she tried to get one because she's started to slowly reach out to other places and they haven't been writing her back. And she's like, you know... Will I ever get a job? Is that hopeless? I'm probably never going to get hired anywhere, which is crazy. And I'll get to that in a moment. Um, and also the fear that if she leaves this job, the center that she is uh, in charge of will close down because they're not going to be able to find somebody who does the level of work that she does for the price that they were giving her. And that means that up to 150 people who, you know, interact with that service a day and her lives are improved daily by it won't have that thing anymore. And she feels a lot of guilt about that. And is it okay to want something better for herself? Um, and the truth is, yeah, you were put on this planet, yes, to help people, but also to take care of yourself. And this is a thankless job that's going to burn you the fuck out pretty imminently. And you're only 24. So in my opinion, yes, it's tragic 
that these people aren't going to get the level of support that they were getting while you were running the company. Um, but a 24-year-old shouldn't be running this company entirely by herself. That is crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy what they're asking you to do. And the idea that another company wouldn't hire somebody with the qualifications that you have to do something similar with a bigger budget and with more support, that's also crazy. Get that thought out of your freaking head. Are you serious? Are you serious? A 24-year-old who's running a fucking company by herself? Uh, yeah, you're qualified. You're fucking qualified. And someone is crazy if they don't hire you. So don't get discouraged. I think that it's okay for you to leave. I think that if you stay in this job, it will suck the life out of you, even though you're helping people, because it's unsustainable. You said that the, the company is like $30,000 in debt. They're never going to be able to afford the kind of support that you require. Now, maybe you could inquire about getting some interns or somebody who can work for free to help take some of this off your plate because this shouldn't be all your job, but it's probably not going to happen. So you need to make an investment in your future, and that is getting out of there. Now, I don't know how you're painting this on your resume. Some people who are very skilled at jobs aren't really skilled at pimping themselves out in a resume, but I feel like everything that you're doing, if you're listing it all the way that you've listed it in this email, is really impressive. And if there was somebody else in the field or in any field who saw the amount of work that you were doing successfully, they would want to at least have a meeting with you. So I'm wondering what your resume looks like and if it's, it's being made properly. Maybe shoot it to me. If you send me another email, shoot it to me and let me see just so that I have some context for that. But um, look, I've, I, I made a video called you can't, I Can't Save Everyone, and that was about a much grimmer issue. But let me be blunt and say you can't save everyone. You can't. And it, as much as you would like to, it's also not your job to save everyone. Ultimately, your job first and foremost is to take care of yourself and to make sure that you are leading the best life that you can. And if you are able to get a job where you can help more people while also not having it drain as much of your energy, that is your best life and that is your responsibility. Even though you're helping 150 people a day with this thing, you could be helping way more people. You could be accomplishing way more and also not hate your life and not be in this level of stress and quandary about it. So, you know what you need to do. You need to leave. And I'm telling you that you will be able to leave and get a better job. Because to have the skill set that you have and the success rate that you have at the age that you are is unprecedented. And while some people may blow you off because of your age, other people are going to be willing to take that shot on somebody who's that impressive. So don't give up, don't give in, and don't settle for a life that is unsatisfying because you can have so much more. Take that as you will. You're going to do what you want, but I hope that you pursue your best life. Good luck. So that's the show, folks. I hope that you got something out of it. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please, if you're on YouTube, let me know down in the comments. If you're iTunes or SoundCloud, SoundCloud, you can leave a comment right there on the podcast. Uh, if you are on iTunes, leave a rating and review. It really helps us out. It's how new people find the show. Okay, and you want new people to find the show. We want this to be a, a nice, big thing that we can do for a long, long time. Um, as always, send your emails to me. If, if, if listening to this show made you realize, you know, maybe I want a second opinion. 
uh, you should reach out Matt Lieberman official at gmail.com that's M-A-T-T-L-I-E B-E-R-M-A-N-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L at gmail.com uh, go to the subreddit r slash Friends. check out our Friends hangouts Friday nights uh, at 7pm Pacific Standard Time check my Twitter my Twitter is where I post the information about the hangouts and, and tweet out the links uh, so you can go to at Matt Lieberman and check all that good stuff out and, and let me know what you think of the show I really appreciate your feedback it matters to me it really really does um, and hey if you're watching this on YouTube Holy shit! There's links to two other videos right right uh, around me, either on one side or the other. I'm not sure where they're going to go. Um, but you can click on those and watch other videos. If not, maybe just uh, download the next episode of the podcast and listen to that. Maybe that's uh, helpful or nice or fun for you. And if you've never checked out my YouTube channel and you're just being exposed to this through the podcast, I have a year's worth of content, tons of other videos and questions being answered that you can totally check out there. Uh, and I hope that you enjoy all of them. Thank you all for listening or watching. I'll see you later in the week. Have a good one. Bye-bye.